Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV podcast episode 440. I'm your host, John Van Derzen. Just like it's always been, only me. I've never had another co-host. It's just been 440 episodes of my sultry, beautiful, slightly sick voice today. Um, my nor Actually, my normal co-host, Terry Miller, he's over in Southeast Asia. Uh, I think he's going to the uh, Koh Samui event. In, I think he stopped in Thailand. I think he laid over in Malaysia. I, I can't keep track of where he's going, honestly. Um, but he, he, he might check in with us later tonight. I'm not 100% sure. He said he was looking for a scooter, of all things. So uh, if he does message me and want to join in a little bit later, uh, I'll see if I can get him in. But that's only if he has time. It might be a little bit of a short show. Um, there's honestly not a lot going on in the disc golf world. So that on top of a little bit, I'm a little bit under the weather. I went a little rough this weekend, had, uh, had a bunch of friends over to the house. I kicked the wife and kids out, sent them up uh, to my wife's family with the kids. And I had, you know, six or seven, eight of my closest high school friends in town, all crashing here where we drank and played cards and cribbage and all the fun stuff that Midwesterners do when left to their own devices. So I may have stayed up really late. I may have drank a little too much and I might've wrecked my voice and I'm just a little sick. So if I, if I mute the show for a little bit, it's because I'm having a slight coughing fit, but ultimately, you know what? We're here. I almost postponed it one night, but I wasn't sure if I was going to get worse or better. So I figured, you know, I'll just do it tonight. What's, what's the harm in that? So I, I'm <laughs> Webborn says, am I talking to myself? I am talking to myself right now. Uh, <laughs> I am talking to myself because I don't have a co-host. Um, and, and again, I know uh, Dust reached out and asked if you wanted to do co-host. And, you know, I normally I would love something like that. But with tonight, it's going to be pretty low key. It's going to be hopefully, like I said, pretty quick show. Um, we've got a small list of things we want to talk about. 
there are a few announcements in the disc golf world, but really nothing major going on. So uh, with that, let's kind of get right into the first thing I want to talk about, and that's myself. Skip Ace. Um, SkipAce.com Fantasy Disc Golf is live and ready to go. I believe I talked about it last week. We had just opened up leagues that people could create them. There were still one or two little features that we didn't push out, but they are now pushed out. So we have um, different waiver wire options and we have different scoring options for players. Some people didn't like the one point for every place because it didn't scale well, didn't give anybody bonuses. So we created kind of a scaled scoring system that if you're that will also level out FPO. So one of the big issues with Skip Ace Fantasy Disc Golf is that because the FPO field is smaller and shallower, it's only, you know, anywhere from 40 to 50, 60 people. The worst your player can take is get 40 points. Well, if you pick a player in MPO and they get 40 points, that's not a bad score. So it's heavily weighted towards FPO. Well, with the scaling system, the Further down they get, the fewer points they get. It starts at 250 points, and it can go all the way to negative 250 points. So that might help weigh the MPO-FPO issue. Um, I honestly don't know. It's the first year we've done it. The other option is different waiver wires. So last year it was just a free-for-all where you could pick up players first thing Monday morning. There was no waivers of any sort. Now there's going to be a few different kinds. There's like a rolling, an auction, uh, a record-based. So... That's kind of the Skip Ace update. So if you're interested in fantasy disc golf, please go out and sign up at skipace.com. We've got some free redraft leagues where you can kind of pick a new team every week and just accumulate points. Otherwise, with as few as two people, you can create a custom league and draft your players and keep them all season. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's all I can say. Different tours, too. So if you don't want to play with the DGPT, heck, try out some European tours. It's a lot of fun. Let's talk about the big news that just dropped today. Now that we're done with uh, Skip Ace talk, we're going to talk about the DGPT media plan right up my alley. Actually, it has nothing to do with me because it's all post-production related. Uh, some big news coming out of the DGPT. We saw that they have announced that Jomez Pro is going to be covering MPO and FPO coverage. Last year, you'll remember that GK Pro covered FPO1 lead card, and Joe Mess covered MPO1 lead card. Well, this year, instead of FPO1 being covered by GK, they're going to take their skins, the, the thing that are most popular, what they love to do the most, and go to like a, a thir- Wednesday or a Thursday, basically a, a pre-event event. To help sell tickets, maybe like a weekend ticket, there's going to be a new push for the DGPT to sell pre-event tickets for practice days. So you can go get stuff signed by players, do all that other fun stuff during and watch just players practice and have fun. And my guess is you're going to see a lot of players probably doing video blogs and signings, all sorts of crazy stuff. But... That means that GK Pro will not be doing FPO, which honestly does impact live because one of the really great things was that we saw the guys who would record the FPO footage would turn around and then put one of the transmitters on their back and would be a live camera op. 
So the minute I read that, I got a little worried because the GK Pro guys are, are some of my favorite. Um, Blaine is like a human gimbal. That guy, he can, you wouldn't know it. Half of our moving shots, you'd think they're on gimbals. They're just Blaine walking around being the steadiest moving cam I've ever seen without a gimbal. So I reached out to uh, Mahmood immediately and I said, hey, it's a, you know, just a yes or no. Is GK Pro still going to help us with the live? And he said they are. So I'm really excited. I wasn't sure if that meant that Jomez was going to be helping out with the FBO live. In the past, they never have. I think Jonathan has said a few times that it's not in his best interest to do that just because it might restrict them getting the best shots that they want because you need to be way more mobile with the live view. You've got me or Ian or Gary in your ear telling you what to do. You might not be able to kind of shuffle and and go to where you maybe want to go. So I wasn't sure who was going to be doing live ops. Uh, I know GK Pro is. Maybe that means Jomez is going to kind of step in to to some live stuff at some point. Uh, what does this mean for the FPO field? Clearly, with Jomez, we're going to be getting a much larger viewership base. Uh, Jomez is what three, four hundred thousand subscribers these days. I honestly haven't even looked. Recently, I'm just assuming they're at like 300,000, 350, who knows. But that immediately means that you're going to be getting more eyeballs on the FPO field. Now, one of the things that I'm really excited to see is the difference in view count from FPO to MPO. Now, I'll say Jomez is really lucky here because they're taking over FPO at maybe the peak time that FPO has ever had. It's as exciting. There's more personalities. There's more competitors. The field is as deep as it's ever been. So for Jomez to be able to step in now is kind of a blessing. But, I mean, I'm going to miss GK Pro. Those guys were awesome. And uh, I don't know who's going to be doing commentating for Jomez, whether that's uh, the Two Hot Geese which, you know, obviously debuted on Terry's. I don't know if a lot of you know that, uh, that the original naming came from one of Terry's uh, videos. So if they're going to be going to Jomez, I know in the past Jomez has used Kona, Paige Pierce, um, maybe even Joe Henderson has stepped in for an FPO coverage. I'm not 100% sure if she's ever done uh, broadcast coverage. I know obviously she's done the podcast and stuff. So I'm really interested to see what that means for the FPO team. If it's going to be a rotating team, because Jomez has had big, sexy Barry for many years. They found a crew that hit and they ran with it and they're a great crew. They do great post-production and it has elevated all three of those guys to points where they probably wouldn't be without Jomez. If they were just touring pros, there's going to be touring pros, you know, is this going to be a boon for whatever FPL players get behind that? And if that's the case, if you're an FPL player looking to do coverage, commentating, if, it, if you're even remotely thinking about it, I'd be standing there like Katniss Everdeen with my hand up, screaming like, take me, take me. Because... With Jomez behind you, that's a huge marketing push. I mean, just think of the disc sales that your that Yuli gets, that 
Sexton gets, that Big Germ gets. Think of the uh, the T-shirts that Jomez makes. Think of all the way that they push their commentators um, socially and financially. I mean, I think each one of those guys is making a salary from Jomez to do coverage. I don't know what that number is. I've never asked. Don't care. But if that's the case, if they can demand, if the FPL players can now demand some sort of salary for doing coverage, I don't know if they can. I guess we're going to see who gets to do that, that commentating and whether they're a hit or not. I've seen a lot of people on here, you know, saying too hot geese, too hot geese. Um, I, I would like to see that just because they've put in the time. You know, you have a, an established duo that knows each other very well, and they seem to be well-liked, honk, honk. So I think that makes the most sense to start out with. Now, we'll see what, what the Jomez fans take to. Maybe they don't like two hockeys. And it'll be interesting to see, again, the view count as well on an MPO versus FBO, both covered by Jomez at the same time. Because we always know that when GK Pro was covering it, I think they were getting sometimes... 10,000, sometimes 40,000 views on FPO coverage. Well, I think the base level for Jomez is going to be 80,000 views for whatever FPO coverage. It's going to be very, very, very interesting this season. Um, MPO2 coverage is still going to be done by Gatekeeper. And we've got a new we've got a new uh, group jumping into the pro tour. We've got Ace Run Productions, our our very own uh, Smashies out there. They're covering FPO two. Now, that's important for a few reasons. One, it's a different crew out there. So, if you know what, if Jomez doesn't pick up two hot geese, maybe Ace Run Productions will. But on top of that, there's always been a a standard MPO one has to be covered and then FPO one has to be covered and then MPO two and then FPO two before you can have an MPO three, because you can't go MPO one, two and three and only have FPO one. The optics aren't good. It doesn't look good. Even if you know that that MPO three card is going to get three times the views that FPO one will get sometimes depending on who's on it and whatnot. It's just not the way it works. So now that we have two FPO cards covered and two MPO cards covered, if there's an additional crew that maybe wants to come in and cover MPO3, maybe that's an option. Maybe we're going to get to see more cards covered. I don't know. You know, there's uh, there's always going to be a question out there of what crews can show up to what places and who's going to be doing live coverage and whatnot. So I'm excited to see some of the changes that happen. Wait a minute. Someone on the board named Chooch says Ace Run Production is live right now going up against Smashbox. You guys, <laughs> that's fun. I, I wish them nothing but the best. I'm sure that they want to get their news out and and make sure that uh, that everybody knows what they're doing. And I wish them nothing but the best of luck, honestly, because those guys, again, those guys are great. They're great, 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 great. Um, hold on a second here. I'm getting a message. Terry says he might be able to jump on in about 20 minutes. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see if he does. I don't know. He might. What else do we want to talk about out here? 
we can talk about what's next on my list here. Um, I got the, oh, is there anything else anyone wanted to talk about with the media plan? Uh, I mean, GK Pro not covering FPO doesn't surprise me for a few reasons. One, like I said, FPO coverage, first of all, last year was a pain in the ass because of viewers. Because they had to deal with the transgender issue. So anytime Natalie Ryan was on camera, it was uh, it was gross in the comments. Honestly, as we saw, Disc Golf Pro Tour disabled the comments for FPO coverage many times. So I'm curious to see what... What happens this year if they re-enable their coverage, if we're going to see less grossness from our viewers? I don't think so. I mean, you figure the more people that we get, the more jerks we're going to have. And if it's one thing I've, I've said to a few different media crews, that if you're going to step into this box right here that I'm in, and be behind this camera and post things to social media, you need to monitor your social media. You need, to, you need to make sure to keep it clean. You need to make sure to keep the comments appropriate or shut them off. Now, Jomez isn't going to have to deal with nearly what GK Pro had to deal with last year. So, it's, uh, it's again, a very fortunate time to step in for Jomez. Now, GK Pro, as I was saying, it doesn't shock me that they're not covering FPO. I know that I had heard through kind of the grapevine that the FPO coverage wasn't making any money. And in fact, where the MPO1 coverage was being bid for, FPO coverage, I think they were still paying to get that covered. I don't, I don't know for sure. To be honest, I don't know if it was just being done for free, if the Pro Tour actually had to pay to have FPO coverage, because I know the guys at GK Pro saw that the skins matches that they were putting out were getting three, four, five times the number of views and earning them more. They could actually earn more money with sponsorships on those videos than they could with the FPO. So I don't know if. I don't know if the FPO1 coverage was even put out to bid this year. No, the Pro Tour has been pretty good about releasing you know, bid criteria, but I didn't see anything come out. I don't believe there was any announcement short of, hey, Jomez is covering this. I don't know if there's other crews that would want to pay to cover FPL one or not. Or if Jomez is going to pay to cover it. I, don't, I wouldn't think so. Or maybe the Pro Tour is paying Jomez back. Maybe taking a little cut out of that 500K to get them to cover FPO with the quality that we see them cover MPO. A lot of speculation. This is maybe it's a good way for Jomez to get on the <laughs> to get on the good side of the the DGPT knowing that this is the final year of their contract for MPO. Yeah, it, that could be there could be so many things. Uh the other thing that we're seeing is as someone mentioned Central Coast we are seeing this year that Central Coast is going to be covering um, the silver events. Not only just covering them, putting them on their channel. Now, what does that mean? That Last year, Central Coast did do the MPO coverage of the silver events, but it was put under the DGPT YouTube channel 
branded as DGPT. So unless you knew the behind the scenes stuff, you had probably no clue that Central Coast was doing it. Well, now Central Coast gets to put it on their channel. To me, and again, I don't know. I'm a live guy. So whatever's happening behind the scenes for post-production is all speculation for me. But that, to me, screams, if you like post-production, this is good. This is good for you. This kind of points to the fact that maybe the Disc Golf Pro Tour doesn't want to put a lot of the stuff behind the paywall. Maybe we're going to see an extension of the Jomez contract. Maybe we're going to see um, past, you know, 2023. Because if nobody on the DGPT right now is doing post-production, I can't imagine they're going to turn around next year and say, we're doing post-production. Unless they somehow work with like a Central Coast and pull that in to do post-production. Now, I could see the Disc Golf Pro Tour next year saying, you know, adjusting the rules and saying, cool, post-production has to come out starting Mondays. It's not going to be next day. I don't know. Again, this is all speculation. None of this has probably been decided. I mean, we're, we haven't even finished up with 20. We haven't even started 2023, much less looked at 2024. We've got a whole year of speculation. But I will say, if you're a fan of post-production, this is probably a good sign that the DGPT isn't doing any of it on its own at the moment. So I'm excited for Ian and Central Coast. I hope, you know, I, I hope those guys are uh, going to knock it out of the park as they seem to always kind of do. Ian's a good friend of mine and a good friend of the show. I've worked with him a lot. In fact, way back in the day before um, the the current regime of Disc Golf Pro Tour, back when Steve Dodge was working, um, Ian and I had some serious talks about their guys doing the camera work for the live and then turning that into post-production, basically being the backpacks. And then that ended up not panning out. Everyone knows the whole story, what Steve Dodge ended up kind of shifting and going to wherever. So we've got we've got that going on. Um, Ryan Pilcher says, I love that we'll see CCDG back in the featured action again. Me too. Again, it's going to be silver events, but... And then I, I doubt the silver event. I mean, they're not technically silver events overseas. They're just counted as silver events. So I don't know if they're technically designated as silver events. I don't designate them that way in Skip Base. I'll tell you that. They get their own tour. They get their own tour. Let's move on to just a little bit of coverage. Uh, not, I'm sorry, not coverage, but event coverage. Quiet, quiet, quiet week for event coverage uh what was i talking oh yeah event coverage the deep alum down in texas kind of a an obviously one of the early events we we have going on right now not many it's an open field of only 40 so it's a smaller open field but it's texas so we have a few of the uh bigger name pros going on there Winning this by four strokes, shooting a 10.46 and a 10.25. So averaging, you know, his you know, 10.35-ish or so. Emerson Keith with his new plastic. Throwing it down, shooting a four under par. Followed up by Chandler Kramer and Robert Burridge, both shooting evens, averaging 10.20 golf. Fourth place, Mason Marchbanks. And tied for fifth was uh, Mickey Welsh. 
and Keenan Ford, Corbin Milcheski. That was your top five players, technically top eight. Um, FPO field was pretty small. Winner taking home $200. That was Katie Belty. MP40, JD Ramirez, who is PDGA19857. He's an old school kind of guy. If you've uh, listened to the show, you've probably heard us mention him a few times. So congratulations to the winners of the Deep Elm. That was really the only big event going on. There's You can kind of always count on an event for Texas. Just because that's kind of what they do. They always, they've got that's where the people who usually have the most events per year tend to reside because they do a ton of flex starts. So if you want to play an event two times a weekend, move to Texas. They got it going on there. I muted at someone said I muted after the cough. Ah, bummer. Maybe I'll go back and edit that then. Sorry. I thought I hit the button in time. The other thing that I've got on my list of things to talk about are new discs. Um, I, I opened up the PDGA site and I saw the Ultra from Birdie, their fourth disc. I'm not exactly sure what it is. Didn't bother looking. The Tempo from Axiom. So kind of an, you know, the uh, MV, the Axiom is a, the MVP product. Is that right? Axiom discs. Maybe I'm wrong there. Streamline Axiom and MVP, right? Yeah. But what I really was interested in was there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different discs from Yakun. And I'm not going to try to pronounce the names. You can go out to the PDGA announcements page and they'll they'll tell you all about them. But Yakun is really pushing hard. They've got holy cow, they have a lot of discs. They got two pages of discs in the PDGA PDGA thing. Kind of amazing. So I, I think we're going to see more and more from Yakun, and I don't know much about Yakun other than I know they worked with uh, uh, Discmania. Their, I think their active line was done by Yakun, but I'm hoping that's going to mean we're going to see a bigger push over in China for disc golf, or even just Asia in general. The other announcement on the PDGA page was uh, they're looking for an event support and training manager in the U.S. Central time zone. I don't know why it has to be in the U.S. Central time zone. I suppose if I looked at it, I could probably find out. But if you're interested in that and it kind of suits your your career future, please, by all means, go apply to the PDGA. I have no clue what they're paying. Uh, probably, I'm guessing, it's going to say like X to X, depending on your experience that's what it always says nobody ever tells you anymore even in new york where i think they just passed a law that said you had to tell salaries i think people are giving salaries from like 90 to nine hundred thousand. companies will always find a way to kind of do that oh i see why it's ah because i'm not muting terry's that's why we're getting the cough okay well i just turned terry's audio off I am going to have to go back and edit that. That's why you guys were hearing the cough. I saw the green lines. It's because I only muted my own. I didn't mute Terry's. Hmm. You know, I'll go back and maybe edit that out. Exactly. Cross-stream talk. That's what Artis is telling me. Hmm. I figured it out. I did. I did. I figured it out. Um, Terry did say he might join us here, so hopefully we can 
we can have him on. Because honestly, that's kind of the disc golf talk this week. I don't really have a lot. Um, rather than doing an after show like we normally do, because I think Terry's going to jump on and he's probably going to talk about being in Kosamui and Thailand and all those other fun, fun, fun places. Um, do we want to do a little Q&A action? I'm happy to answer any questions. It doesn't have to be disc golf related. So if here's the deal, it's uh, I've been live for 27 minutes. If you don't want to hear me talk about anything random under the sun, disc golf or not related, you can stop the podcast now. Thanks for listening. Blah, 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 whatever. I'm not going to bother going like turning it off, turning it back on. We're just going to do one big podcast tonight. Um, uh, Eric Sterner says any, uh, or no, I'm sorry. Daddy disc golf says, let's talk about Simon and Paul disc drop on the same day. Yeah, I know Paul's releasing what, uh, is it the Simon hex? Is that the one that's dropping on the same day that Paul's six claw is dropping? It's, I guess a boon for resellers. That's for sure. Um, it's, I would imagine that's probably good for you guys. It's going to create a lot of work all at once. So, um, I bought quite a few of the six claw discs. I, I went in with Terry him and I got some, so I, I expect to see those in a few. Oh, Terry's messaging. Oh, he wants me to send him a link. Oh, geez, this guy. This guy, you'd think by now he'd have our links all situated, but he doesn't. He doesn't. Let's send him this one. You know, he literally sends this link to every one of our guests. And yet he can't go back through and find it. What a goon. What a goon. Yeah, we all like Terry. Uh, someone asks, Chiefs or Eagles? Ugh. I watched both games this weekend. It, it was unfortunate what happened to the 49ers. I didn't think they were going to win anyway, but to have their quarterback get both their quarterbacks get knocked out, mm, that makes it really rough. When your quarterback comes in and he literally can't throw more than three yards, it was it, at that point, it was a beatdown. It was a beatdown. And the Chiefs got very, very, very lucky that one player got very aggressive. Otherwise, it probably would have gone to overtime. And who knows what would happen then? So, Chiefs or Eagles? I'm going to go with Eagles. We got two weeks to see Mahomes get healthy. Uh, Danny Hollis says, will we see JVD commentary on the Euro Tour, co- Euro Tour coverage? That's hard to say. Um, I don't think we will, but you never know. Um, All right, I'm going to get Terry in here now. All right, and now joining us, our our favorite guest, the man with the plan, the man with the sunglasses, one Terry D for David Miller. Terry, you're muted, Terry. You've got no audio. Congratulations. You think it's on my end? You think it's on my end? I'm going to guess. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I don't think it's on my end, Terry. I've got your audio turned up. 
I have got your audio turned up, Terry. There you go. That will help out. See, I knew it wasn't on my end. It's all right. I wanted to be able to use. I wanted to be able to use the headphones, but uh, nonetheless, here we are. So I just wanted to quickly jump on and say hello. How are we doing today? We're doing all right. I'm. Uh, as, I, as I told you, I was almost thinking about canceling tonight and pushing it off a day, but I wasn't sure if my cough was going to get better or worse. So I just figured we'd fight through it tonight, and I was happy happy you can join us i know you were you were looking for a scooter last time i talked to you i was so uh well there's there's people teeing off here i should try and be quiet for a moment um there's the scooters are actually in high demand here and so i paid i paid an extra three dollars a day not a fan but uh i committed to an extra three dollars a day i think it is uh for the duration of the time that i'm here the eight day rental so Instead of like six sixty a day, I think it's going to be like nine ninety or nine dollars a day. Jeez, Terry, how how are you ever going to make up? I think we're going to need at least a three dollars super chat tonight to make sure Terry can cover his <laughs> <laughs> his scooter addiction. Uh, this is some serious stuff. I'm going to try and uh, I can't. I'm not going to really try. Okay, I was going to try and show you some of the people teeing off, but that'll screw with things. So. Now this is the, uh, anyway. This is the uh, real quick, just wanted to say hello. Uh, travels have been amazing. Uh, I've been very blessed that things have gone pretty smoothly. Well, except for last. Go ahead. Oh no, I was going to say this is the keep going, keep going. What? I was just saying that uh, things have gone very smoothly, except for like the last half a mile to get here. I travel literally around the globe. I've been in some of the biggest, craziest cities in the world, been on three or four planes, and then <laughs> uh, a few minutes short of the course here at Samui, they have construction that started just last week. And so <laughs> you get super close, and then all of a sudden uh, I was I had a, there was a roadblock, a bridge is out, so I had to go travel all the way around to get here, which was an extra like three minutes on my scooter. So... Yeah, I, there could be bigger problems, I suppose. Rough life. Now, this is the Amco Samui, correct, going on right now? Yeah, so uh, they started yesterday. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow are all the I – don't, I don't know if it's every AM division, but it's mostly uh, AM divisions. Uh, actually, I'm seeing scorecards right in front of me. Um, yeah, there's a number of different divisions that are playing. Uh, yesterday, today, and tomorrow, they play three days, one round a day. Um, one round being – the course is, uh, if it's, excuse me, the same as past years, it's 11 holes, and then you play through it twice to make your 22-hole round. So you just play all 22 holes at once, and you do that once a day. And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday will be the pro version, and um, everybody will be playing one round a day on the, the various pro divisions, and maybe like advanced men or something. I'm not sure the exact division breaks, but it's something like that. All right. And so what are you, what are you, I mean, I know you just got to the course. H- have you noticed anything I, crazy or, or anything <laughs> different this year? Because uh, no, you, I, you, I'll say you look pretty relaxed. Everyone's saying hat backwards, sunglasses. <laughs> you, you've got your Hawaiian shirtish um, thing I, going on. Yeah, no, it, uh, uh, I had a late and, uh, just basically a late evening in Bangkok. Uh, I was there for the last two nights. My sleep pattern was even more jacked up than it typically is. And I know a lot of people know that my sleep patterns are always goofy. And um, I didn't go to sleep the night before I left. And so that really 
really threw things out of whack. Um, and then I had a 14-hour flight and a 7-hour flight and a 2-hour flight. And then this morning, I was at the airport at 4.43 or 5 o'clock, whatever it was, 4.45, and uh, flew the hour and a half just to get onto the island. I couldn't quite check into my hotel yet. So then we spent the next couple hours, well, the next hour, hunting down a a, um, a motorbike or a scooter, and I got myself a good one. So um, there's, there's maybe nothing more invigorating than jumping on my scooter and then just driving right over here to the course. It was, it was pretty awesome. Now, so yes, they, things are, things are. Somebody asked if they have the monkeys and the coconuts again this year. Are, are, have you seen any monkeys? I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure they are. I see a rooster over there at the moment. Um, I see some other AMs that are going to be coming up uh, in other divisions. Oh my gosh. That's cat cub Badova. Oh my gosh. Coming from Slovakia. Uh, unbelievable. So uh, one of the first golfers that I recognize, uh, Shasta Chris is here. You guys have been, I was going to say team terrorizing. You know, I don't want to say that. Uh, he's been touring around. I think he's been in Malaysia and Vietnam and a few other places over the last few weeks. So he's here. Uh, he spent some other time at some movies. Uh, many of you know Luke Butch. He's currently here. Uh, and then uh, him and Nigel are your tournament directors. But, um, oh my gosh, this is this is awesome. Now yes. is I know Stokely. Uh, I haven't seen the, much. I I literally got here, turned on my phone, and uh, went live with you guys. That's so, pretty much it. I've hardly said hi. Do you know if Scott Stokely's going to be making it there, or is he not traveling to that for the for that event? I believe he is ready to check the registration list lately, but I believe he is in fact scheduled to play as well. Okay. And rumor had it that Philo was going to be here as well. Um, he was a late, late ad, so I'm looking to confirm, but I'm hoping that's the case as well. Hmm. All right. Sorry. I know there's someone, I see someone <laughs> putting behind you. I almost want to be quiet while they're putting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Thankfully, surprisingly, you're not as loud as normal. Sounds so like here, he made it. Good for him. He did. Solid, solid 20 footer, 22 footer. more. Oh, there we go. We're looking at about 18 feet for the man in the orange. Oh, a little low, buddy. A little low. I don't know how my framing is. I can't see it. I mean, you're basically ready to go on the pro tour with this camera work. Ooh, it's oh, yes. <laughs> International birdie for Katka. All right. Very uh, cool. Um, yeah, and I, I think I briefly heard you talk about some of the media stuff i think was obviously huge news that kind of i feel like came out of nowhere i don't know what you'd already discussed about it but i only think the way that it was shaken up and the new announcement that was made just yesterday uh caught me very much by surprise hey yeah nice. same, same hello, here hello, we, <laughs> i was gonna tell him when he gets up and goes away to give somebody a hug probably caca birdie <laughs> Um, yes, Terry. We did talk about the I'm media. Sorry, say that again, no. We we did talk about the media a little bit, and just the 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 drop of the information. The fact that Jomez is covering FPO now, that GK has moved away from coverage and is going just to skins. CCDG is covering the DGPT Silver events, but on their channel, so no pro tour coverage, post production coverage. Like it's kind of a change mm-hmm. from what we saw this year. A real shift in how how it's going. But yeah, we covered that pretty pretty thoroughly. Do you have any 
Any thoughts from your end? I guess I'll take okay. I'll get your All take. Right. Well, then I don't need to cover it anymore other than saying uh, I was just going to say I was just quite shocked. I think there's a lot of really surprising things within that within that conversation. I mean, you know, I it's it's not pulling any punches to say that Jomez outside of being paid by usually this uh the PDGA, they have not really been in FPO coverage. Like they just, it hasn't been part of their business plan that there's no judgment there, of course, but that has never been part of their business plan um, that we've seen. They've been involved with a few majors where the PDGA has uh, hired them and that's been about it. So I think that was, to me, was one of the most shocking surprises. And of course, it's great to see the Ace Run guys out there on the, on the, on Chase Card, I know that's going to be a massive effort for them. Um, well, it's a massive, honestly, it's a massive effort for anyone, but it's definitely going to be a massive effort. Um, and they're going to be, you know, ramping things up considerably to uh, pull off that kind of coverage, um, which they're more than capable of doing. It's just they haven't, this is a bigger commitment from them probably than almost anyone, depending on how you look at it, um, that they're committing full-time to being out there as much as they are so yeah, congrats because, to them yeah because we talked about them possibly doing the master's coverage so that that's going to leave i'm assuming a hole to be filled for master's coverage if that's available so if, if you're a local video producer and the master's tour comes to town get on that he's terry's giving us the finger he's waiting while somebody puts or maybe drives over there it's a drive so yeah yeah um, and in fact, I'm, I'm no more than 30 feet or sorry, 11 meters, maybe, maybe 10 or 11 meters from the T of one, which also is about 11 meters from the basket of 11. So, um, yeah, this, this is the, uh, headquarters where everybody is set up <laughs> and this is the tournament central. This is where everything will be going down. How long, how long are you there, Terry? I'm sorry. How long are you there for? Uh, I will, uh, good question. I will be here now until next Thursday. Yeah, it'll be until next Thursday is uh, when I'll be leaving Koh Samui and then I'm flying to Chiang Mai, which will be my first visit to northern Thailand. Uh, there's an, another event going on in Chiang Mai that's going to be taking place. <laughs> and so uh, I'll be heading over there uh, and then... The following Monday, I think, Monday the 13th, possibly, is the day that I'll be flying back, starting to fly back. <laughs> and then I go right to the Disc Golf Pro Tour uh, convention, uh, conference, yeah, a conference, and then I'll have to leave that early so that I can go call the action and be part of the uh, crew for the Disc Golf Pro Tour uh, commentary group up in Bend. So I'm going to leave <laughs> Tucson on Thursday night. <laughs> go up to Bend on Thursday night and then call the All-Star Weekend Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then, of course, the very next uh, two days later or so is Las Vegas. And then two or three days after that, of course, is the Memorial. So needless to say, it's a pretty uh, insane stretch right now that's going on. Yeah, you're not going to be home for like another 30 days or something. It's yeah. I don't know. I got a scooter. That's all that matters. <laughs> I, uh, I got a scooter. I'll go and visit your wife and family for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah go go for it uh yeah i don't know it's a really nice one come say hi chef we've been talking about you oh uh, we're gonna have some chance to action 
again. Hi. If you don't mind. Hi, Shasta. All right, all right, all right. Thailand style. It's like a it's heavier than a tree log. <laughs> it looks like one. We'll see if we can get them here in frame. Shasta Chris, of course, joining us live in studio. Oh, we're doing live. Yeah, this we is are. all live. This is a regular yeah, smash box. It's like, what, it's 10 like, o'clock probably back home right now? 10 p.m.? 9, 9.45? Yeah. 9.45, yeah. So, hey, uh, hey, how you doing, buddy? Long everyone, time no see. Uh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> He's been here, like, playing and stuff. Give everyone a rundown of what, what you've been doing over the last four or five weeks. Well, I got, mean, we don't need a, the, the daily diet, right? But, yeah, <laughs> it's two months I've been in, in Thailand okay. or Southeast Asia now and got to play a tournament in Pattaya the first weekend, which was really cool. My first experience of Thailand disc golf, how much care and pride they take in the courses. It's, it was really cool. I, I thought on paper it was like the smallest tournament I'd ever play, but it felt so large. It was maybe like 36 of us playing and then 30 people in the local community there to support and cook and be there to cheer everybody on. It was it was really cool. Now, I might be mistaken, and I know you've been around for a couple of weeks, but I feel like it was really Nigel that kind of helped set the tone for everything here there's a lot of things that uh they're doing in other parts here in southeast asia that have emulated or copied what nigel and luke and the crew has done here and you've seen a lot of that yeah definitely i was kind of actually you get to hold one and you kind of feel like they're doing homage to hold one here (laughs) yeah they 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 didn't know anything about disc golf so they looked at what was going on here oh definitely this is i've been watching from afar for at least eight years now about what's been going on here and admiring it and wanting to come be a part of it. You know, it's incredible. I think there's people from 20 different countries here. Yeah. You know, and it's, uh, it's awesome. Uh, and so you have the luxury uh, with the skills that you have. You have the luxury to either play in an MP, uh, MPO or an MP40 division. Yep. What kind of makes your decision? What are we going to see you doing this weekend? Um, since it's an eight year, I'm playing MP40. Okay. You know, I've kind of reached a point in my career where – I got to set myself up for, for success for the bigger tournaments. I know this is still a smaller one and it's a technical course, but I made the decision before I even came here. Like, I'm going to be on vacation for a while. I should probably play stick to playing MP4. It's a good field, too. It's not like it's going to be a walk in the park or anything. So. Yeah, you don't have me to worry about. I'm, I'm I don't, I don't have you, but I got. I've met, I met a few of the, the, the traveling players that are, yeah. They all, I know when, once you're over 40 and you've been playing a while, there's the skill set, especially on a course like this, it's super technical. Yeah. Very yeah. precise lines out here. I saw that Martin uh, mm-hmm. took it down last weekend at the Heiser Brownie. Yeah. I uh, came back from behind. Maybe not a big surprise. You know, love the skill set. I've seen Martin for a few years now. For sure. Uh, super good. He took down Dave Mora, who uh, yeah. celebrated a birthday and is out here. He'll be playing this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Um, what do you think of the course? We're playing, uh, I assume, the 11 holes twice. Is that the same Correct. as when I was here a couple years ago? Correct. Okay. Yeah. It's, so I brought five discs to Thailand because I was traveling <laughs> really light, and yeah. I based what I was going to throw off all the previous footage I've seen for this tournament, okay. stuff that you've done in the yep, past. Yep. <laughs> and honestly, only hole one, one through four are the same. Uh-huh. They kind of lost some property, had okay. to change what they did a little bit, but I was pleasantly surprised on how specific shots you got to throw for yeah. each hole. It's okay. not like you can't really get away with much. You got to hit the line right, miss the palm tree right, weave your way through 
a lot of these trees, a lot of forehands actually, like it's a very well left to right, right to left balanced course. And certainly a premium on technicality more so than distance. 100%. And that's just, that's just what this has to offer due yeah. to the a limited space, it's but small. a lot of a really fun course to play. Definitely. He yeah. really, for the amount of land he filled, he tried to get me to get feedback before to like things to change. I'm like, nothing really. It's just, you, you've done great out here. It's like, you know, you got an island hole, you got some OBs, some mandos, and it's, like I said, they're very precise shots. You can't just like saw it off and get away with it sure. or anything. You really yeah. got to miss those trees. And it's, yeah, there's, it's nice. It's like they're specific shot and they're not just one specific shot. There's several ways you can go. One's going to be a little bit bigger than the other, but you know, you can still play this course all backhand if you wanted. I just found that I'm throwing about half forehand, half wow. backhand. And for me, I've never normal. played a tournament. Yeah, that's not normal that much, for you. But it's, it's cool. I, I, I kind of enjoy getting out of my comfort zone a little bit and my shoulder can kind of feel it a little bit from the practice <laughs> just because it's a lot <laughs> sure. more and the hardest tolls are a little bit longer forehand shots. So, you know, nothing probably about 100 meters might be yeah. the longest one for forehand shot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I can't see any of the comments with the way I'm set up right here, Johnny, but I'm just going to have to, I have to assume or ask. What has been in this journey? What has been your uh, your your greatest meal so my far? Greatest meal? Oh yeah. my gosh! Okay, because you're adventurous. Right? I'm adventurous. I love food. Yep. I really actually like when I got to Chiang Mai. I got to be really close with Aaron. Aaron mm -hmm. Herman is doing stuff up there, and he yep. found out I liked Thai food and was an adventurous. So next thing I know, I almost was eating almost every meal with him and his family. Oh, okay. His wife is is tied you know yeah. they've been married for i think a, a dozen years and like we had some meals out the lrg the lana rock garden course okay. is a good 40 minutes outside of town but like we had some meals along the river where we're sitting at a table where your feet are in the river and the next thing you know we have like full fried fish with tempura vegetables like these things are almost it's called a non prick it's like a sauce that you like you get crispy pork, some veggies, and you like dip everything in there. I have eaten frog, crickets. Okay. Yep, like, yep. I, I'm like, I'll eat anything that they put in front of me. And it's been like, I think one of the meals along the river, his wife usually, if there's a few of us, she'll just kind of order a variety pack of things. Wow. I honestly don't even you know. You couldn't even narrow it down. Yeah. That's... Once, actually, one time he's like, you're never going to guess this what she asked. It was like a fried, almost like a fried popper chicken popper or something uh -huh. and i take one bite and crunchy and i'm like is it tendon he's like how'd you know i'm like i honestly just guessed just because of the texture but it was delicious it was chicken tendon okay. that they put in a that they put batter around and deep fry and like have some kind of chili sauce or something like that and i honestly like i have a thai palate like okay. i haven't had anything that was like too spicy yet okay i can wow. i love the burn Actually, had to go to Vietnam to actually get food that I considered was actually okay. really spicy. Okay, well, there's yeah. the pro tip there. Yeah. That's, that's where you have to get the really hot stuff. Well, they just give you these little <laughs> green chilies that you take a bite and you're like, oh, God, and start sweating and burning. I just, I love spicy food. I love it. Yeah. All right. And then, of course, so this is going to be your first time uh, with the experience of uh, Nigel and the and the pig cookout and uh, you know, pig roast and everything oh, else. Oh, my it's it's that, so it, that is absolutely uh, one of the highlights out here for sure. Yeah, hey, he's, hey. he's been. Uh, we're doing a live, a little live interview. <laughs> <laughs> we got oh. disc golf lawyer checking in. Big supporter here of everything going on. I'm a cute <laughs> I hear you, buddy. But he he has been doing my rookie He's been doing barbecue for the last 
on Saturdays, mm -hmm. and I came last Saturday and picked up a rack of ribs that he did. Uh -huh. Oh, they're like I, I'd give him a ten. Like it's what I'm looking for for ribs when I go to Texas or something like that. He's an amazing smoker of meat. Yeah, when yeah. you're a professional uh, yeah. caterer, and he's figured uh, out the right Thai woods to use, yeah. and it, it was like, I was like these ribs are. I'm gonna miss these ribs. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll just have a beer of sorts. Oh, is it too early for one? No, it's yeah. never too early for one, is it? Like yeah, let, let, yeah, let's like let's go with it's, uh, almost, it's almost 10 o'clock yeah, at night, sure. Tara. <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll go with the Leo. Leo. <laughs> That's my best. <laughs> so uh, uh, when does this madness end? Unfortunately, it's got it probably mm -hmm. comes to an end be, unless unless gonna there's going to be an official, you know, well, transfer. Or, it's uh, honestly move. never going to end. Cause I'm going to be trying to do everything I can do to get to Thailand every winter. OK, I, OK. I, I, I will see you to, here. But I love but. <laughs> Uh, basically Monday after the tournament, I'll fly back to Chiang Mai. Okay. Spend like nine days there. Yep. To yep. the tournament, and then one day in Bangkok, back home on the 16th. Okay. February, and then have like two, three days to gather myself, load up the van, and then head to Vegas Memorial. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Basically, <laughs> yeah. The season start. Season starting now, and it it goes right in. I think I have my first four weekends booked coming back, and then maybe I get one off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Okay, last question then before I let you go. Uh, Masters Tour, are we going to see you dipping into that from time to time? What's kind of the plan? It's I'm mostly just going to be playing, trying to play A tiers and above in MP40. Okay, you know, this so is wherever like, that takes you. Yeah, and it's I'm, for my schedule is pretty much made at this point, and it's, it's mostly Western U.S. based through Masters Worlds in Flagstaff, which is in July. Yep, and okay. then from there I'll head out to the Midwest. Sure. Still figuring out the, the fall swing if I'm going to come, you know, stay out east or come back west. But this year, the way it works out, there's a lot more western yeah. based and yeah. especially um, worlds out there. Tim Salinsky out exactly. there in Oregon, lots lots exactly. of good stuff going on. And then like I get to play both the Masters Cups. Like at this yeah. point, the only pro open tournament I'm like going to be signed up for is is Masters Cup. The rest is just is mostly MP40. You know, I'm like. 47 this year and kind of becoming the, the season vet and, and then worry and so and then the, it's great like i'm signing for these tournaments and tournaments that were maybe 20 spots the last mm -hmm. couple of years or like 40 40 yep. or more spots in mp40 so the the division's growing and it, it's exciting with the new masters tour going yeah. on it's like it's actually it's happening I, i've been i've been one of the few that have kind of made a career playing MP40 and it's, it's it's getting easier. You know, yeah. competition's not getting no, easier. No, no, no. As far but as the, the tournament choices, conceptually and yeah, exactly. and it being viable. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I'd say I definitely see in ten years when, you know, when all the everybody's heroes are starting to turn forty, the Masters Tour is going to be legit. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, more eyeballs on it and marketable. I mean, it's the biggest demographic in disc golf. Yeah, like our age bracket. Exactly. So I think it's more relatable for more more disc golfers too than what's on the Pro Tour. As far uh, yeah, as yeah. the game that's being played, and you know, you don't have to throw 180 meters <laughs> yeah, to actually exactly. like be viable. <laughs> uh, very true. Okay, now really the last question is, who has more fun on tour than you? Oh man, that's, that's a tough one. I got a pretty good crew that I hang out with that that has more fun, but yeah, um, you take it all in. You love yeah. It. I mean, Nate Perkins and Paul Oman and Kale yep, Vista, yep, those yep, are my yep, homies. homies, and we yep. we are all on the same page. Yeah, we we're about absorbing the cultures wherever we are. You know, wherever it is in the U.S. or something like that. We want to do the fun things the locals are doing. Eat the good food, 
you'll see the sights and you know it's i i try to use this lifestyle to be able to experience and travel it's like something i love so much so yeah blessed yeah i i say the same every day yep. all right everyone that cool, is man. shasta chris we wish him the best of luck this weekend and next weekend and all your safe travels thank you Ted. and uh, i'll be seeing you for the next uh, 10 days or so and then i'll be seeing you when we get back to the u.s yeah i'm so Doesn't stoked you better. made it i know yeah, you know it's better. awesome great <laughs> thanks for joining all right, brother take care all right see you, everyone. Everyone. See you later shasta <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I mean, come that's on. A guy, if that's, that's a guy a that has kid. stuff figured out. He's got things figured out. Yeah, I mean, and, and honestly, you know, this conversation's been happening for a while now about this time of year and people that are looking for something new and exciting and also um, cultural and to come take in uh, an event like here at Kosamui to go play over in Malaysia or Cambodia or uh, these other places that they're working on getting things up and ra- uh, running. Singapore is very serious on the scene with what they're doing. So this is very much a theme that we've been seeing that we've been seeing uh, for the last couple of years, and it's going to only get more serious and more fun. And I think it's going to attract more people. I mean, people like Jasta, who just you know gave an entire you know, tourist uh, spiel. I think he should be paid by the Convention and Visitors Bureau um, for all the right reasons, though, because it's that awesome. Uh, there's a reason this is my third time here uh, in as many years as I could possibly come in the last five. So it's uh, it's been pretty amazing for sure. And, and it's not okay. it's not crazy expensive either. Like the flights cost a decent amount, but once you get there, the actual living expenses aren't horrible. Yeah, I think I think that's probably one of the biggest takeaways is that uh, depending on what your flight scenario looks like when you're getting here and those types of things, that can be that's by far your biggest expense. Everything else is very, very reasonable once you get here. Uh, you can you could spend as little as six or ten or twelve dollars in a not so great place here on the island, or you could spend a hundred and fifty a night or two hundred. But you can also get a very a modest place that will probably do the job um, for most of you, like myself, uh, for like twenty-five to thirty dollars a night, and of course, tons of incredible food. The 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 options are unlimited when it comes to the food and finding it, and and you know, just taking in that full experience. So things are pretty reasonable. Just get yourself here, Terry. Someone asked if so, you're filming both MPO and FPO. Both is currently not the plan i'm gonna i'm gonna here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna continue first of all we're gonna see how many hours are in my day uh (laughs) they go by quickly when you're here in samui uh let me tell you that there's just so much uh stimulation so many things going on there's waterfalls and zip lines and tours i haven't done yet those are all kind of on the list for this year that's what i definitely want to take in and uh i'm gonna continue to watch the scores and see how it unfolds of course, I'm committing, uh, you know, to the what I feel like will be a really competitive MPO field. We'll have to see, and we'll have to see what they're doing for the timing. If they're at the same time, then the answer is going to be no. If they're offset, which they might be, I might be able to get like the final round. But um, th- th- like, I-, I can't stress it enough. The days are long here. <laughs> I have long enough days <laughs> when I'm when I'm uh, on task, and sometimes those days get even longer when I'm not. I can imagine being, I, I never imagine, have a, yeah, I never have a beverage before evening. I'm, 
I know you, you're honestly you're not you're not much of a drinker, and um, it's it's kind of funny nah. because I can imagine getting lost isn't the right word, but just getting busy with a lot of other things while you're there. I mean, you know, you heard Shasta just say it. There's like 20, I'll get the final count, but there's like 20 countries represented here. And there are people, like I just said, from Singapore and uh, Slovakia. And there's people that I've known now from a number of years from all over the world. So just the fact that I have this opportunity to, again, catch up with them, meet new people and hang out with some new people. Yeah, it. Yeah, it, it's very difficult, I'll admit, to stay on whatever agenda or task that I put myself on. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, well, I'll, I'll have to get back to you on that one. Um, we're going to let you go. Yeah, go because, ahead. Because obviously you've got, okay. other, you've got people to see, places to <laughs> drink. I don't know what you're doing, Terry. <laughs> um, you, I, what, no matter what you're doing, though, you look like you are going to have fun. You look relaxed. And I promise not to show your wife this. I'll tell her you're working hard. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, by the way, uh, even though it's now oh, officially yeah, the haircut. helmet head, uh, I got myself a haircut in uh, Bangkok. And again, not styled, but 10 out of 10 recommend. Perfect. Oh. Uh, well, you guys may not think so. That's fine. I loved it. Uh Great experience. I I randomly just walked until I found the first place. It happened to be, I think, uh, it was a uh, mom and daughter that were running a barber shop slash hair salon. I went in there, had a great experience. Uh, 200 baht is what I was charged. And I I felt guilty only giving her $6.60. So then I tipped her another 100 baht, which she just about fell out of her chair uh, because it was, in theory, uh yeah it was <laughs> relative to the price of the cut but uh so th- i know i talked about it last week we did i haven't even posted about it yet so if you're a if you're a smashy and you cared somebody did wish me good luck on getting it i think it went very well uh so i can't complain i you know what i'll, I'll, I'll all right um, i will wait till i see it styled well, and then i'll make the judge I'll, I'll be the judge of that there you go my last my last couple of pitches uh, or comments here would be, first of all, thank you to anyone that's said anything. I can't for once see the comments with my setup tonight, but thank you guys. Uh, secondly, most of you have seen all of the footage from uh, the Shelly Sharp that's been released. Jen Allen is working with me to get commentary for rounds two and three of the FPO. Round one's already done. And at some point, you're going to see all three rounds of the FPO. Those, are, those have been edited and done with now for a week and so we're going to get those released for you and then i'm going to continue to roll right into stuff from this event and some other stuff that we've got going on so i just wanted to throw that out there and say thank you to my patreon supporters because if it weren't for you i couldn't have made that possible so um yeah with that i think i'm going to uh catch up and say hi to everybody and uh let the day unfold i think there's muay thai fighting tonight and that's one thing that never has lined up timeline wise and that's going on tonight get in on that terry and, uh, I, <laughs> i'll report back is what i'll do on that i will not be getting in on anything <laughs> but i will report back if it uh if it ends up being a thing hello hello <laughs> all right guys smashies thank you uh you may or may not see some random live videos from this week uh if i'm in the right place <laughs> if i'm in the right place with the right signal uh it's going to be a weird time for you guys, but take it or leave it. So thank you. Good night. 
Johnny, click the button, sign me off. Have a good night, everyone. Thanks. Good night, Terry. See you from. <laughs> All right, we're cutting him off. Just cutting him off. Yeah, let's see Terry step in the ring for a Muay Thai fight. Um, you know, that's Terry Miller, international traveler of disc golf. He's the, uh, I know Simon's video was just released today for, or was it today or yesterday on Jomez's channel? Uh, it's kind of his travel log of local areas. But honestly, I think Terry, <laughs> being with Terry would probably be the most fun to do those trips with because he's gone all over the world, everywhere in Europe, Southeast Asia. Uh, I think he was even technically in the Middle East, obviously all over the U.S. I don't believe he's hit Africa or South America yet, but you know what? There's a lot of time. There is a lot of time. Uh, do we have any other questions on the board? Ace run on the board. Congratulations on your announcement today. Obviously, we talked about it a few times, but just want to say congratulations. Looking forward to whatever. Yes, thank you, Ray. Anthony uh, Bourdain was the name I was trying to think of, and it just wouldn't come to me in that split second. So uh, his weather looks way better than my weather, which is about 8 to 10 inches of snow and negative degrees. Not happy. Actually, that's not true. I don't mind the snow. It was it was needed. Being just overcast and cold without the snow. What's the point? What's the point? If we're going to do it, we're going to go all out. WG forces are you going to be okay, JVD? I'm going to be great. Um we're going to close this up pretty soon here. I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to drink some water, brush my teeth and go to bed. Joe PG said it was 78 there today. That sounds pretty perfect. Maybe just a touch hot. Give me 72. 70 to 72, and I'm I'm a happy camper, but I'd take 78. Anyway, um, episode 440, Smashbox TV. Once again, I want to thank, obviously thank Terry and Shasta for jumping on from Kosamui. Ugh. I got to get out there. I really do. I keep saying it this year. Like I said, I'm hoping to take the family to Norway, so I can't complain about where I might be going, but I do want to get out there. It just, it looks like so much fun. So for myself, Terry Shasta, this is episode 440. We're not going to have an after show because I don't feel like it. And we got basically what Terry Miller was the after show. <laughs> and we will be back next Tuesday. Remember, if you'd like to support Smashbox TV, patreon.com slash Smashbox TV. If you feel like you get any value out of this, please go ahead and sign up. It helps us out quite immensely. I'm actually in the middle of a website remodel for Skip Ace. I'm hoping to put a little front end on the site rather than just a little login screen. So I'm going to be working on that over the next few weeks to, to get that uh, a little bit more up to date. I'm going to be doing some videos, instructional videos for Skip Ace as well. Um, I, I'm going to wait until the, the pipes are feeling a little bit better. Um, honestly, I think I just had a little too much fun this weekend. I, I could feel it on Sunday morning, you know, in, in your in my, uh, my throat. You can get that tightness a little bit. And uh, 
It was gone later in the day, so I thought maybe it was just allergies or something, but then it came back Monday, and been here Tuesday, so I think it's going away, though. Um, I'm I'm going to build an arcade machine. I'm going to finish building an arcade machine. If, if you're not a member of our Discord, I post a couple of pictures. I'm building a big old arcade machine. It's about seven feet tall, and I've got the control panel all working. It's all lit up with our little LEDs. Now I just have to kind of Make sure all the games and everything work. I was playing one of my favorite video games called Arkanoid. It's basically like Breakout. You've got a little paddle and a ball that bounces around. I don't know what it was, but I always loved that game. And Street Fighter. I've been playing a little bit of Street Fighter 2. Looking forward to it. And uh, getting getting that control, getting that giant arcade machine finished up. So that's what I'm going to be doing for the rest of the week. Assuming everything starts to feel better. But once again, this has been episode 440 of Smashbox TV. Thanks, everybody. And we will see you next week. Thank you to our $2 and above patrons. Your name is listed below in the credits. If you are interested in being listed as a producer in the Smashbox TV credits and supporting this and other fine podcasts, please visit patreon.com slash Smashbox TV. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.